0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Andrew McCarr, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here in Liverpool in the Rotunda Gym. With me, I've got Joe McNally. Joe, that's the first time I've been in the Rotunda, man. And the first time I came in, I was like, wow, check the size of this place. There's bags everywhere. There's... Three rings, there's weights, there's everything you need in the boxing gym, it's quite a a nice little place to train.
2: Yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, It's a nice, nice premises isn't it? You know, I think it was spoilt rotten here really and obviously so. Well, we was as an amateur, was as an amateur, and the amateur system they've got fantastic, and just privileged to uh, to use the premises, yeah.
1: Like I say, I came in and hit a bag. I'm glad I didn't get you to take me on the pads there, Joe. So I'll maybe maybe tomorrow and next time I'm down in Liverpool, I'll get you to take me on the pads. But yeah, great little gym here. Every fighter seems happy. You have got Aston Brown, young Jack Turner, you have got Frankie Stringer, you've got Dan Till that's here, you've got Liam Smith training, you've got El Brook training, Josh Taylor's here. I mean, it's quite a Cam Smith trains we here when he's not in the U.S. but Buddy I mean, I've just rattled off all them names, and it's absolutely everyone seems to be bouncing. Of everyone, everyone's urging encouraging everyone on, so it's a happy little gym,
2: yeah. You know, it's 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 striving, they're all a pleasure, you know, from from your Liam Smith to your obviously Darren's here now to your Josh Taylors. Sorry, Hans sorry. one moment, um, one. Jackie boy, John. Um, sorry, mate. sorry, yeah, you know, it's actually striving, and you know, down to the youngster Jack, young Frankie, and this, it's a uh, it's a good ring, and the younger ones are looking up to the more experienced. Kevin's back oh, in the fold off his um, operation, and you know, yeah, it, it, it's a pleasure. They're all at different stages in, in camp, so it makes it easier for me um, because I don't want to overkill myself and push myself too much. But yeah, it's a it's a pleasure having a fantastic, fantastic stable and. Um, I'm gifted having them, yeah, definitely. I want to touch on
1: Keevan then, because I know Keevan very well. I've got, got to spend a couple of days with him down here in Liverpool. He's back in the gym. First time punching with Deco on the pads there. Um, he's, he's obviously come off that left hand injury, uh, with the thumb injury, so what's what's next for Keevan? You you probably know better than most in terms of return day, when he can start punching with the left hand again. What's next for Keevan?
2: Yeah, well, literally, you know, he's had his operation. He's being based back home, taking over in his amateur gym, um, you know, doing a lot of punching with the one-hand hand. and He's come here this week, the fight week in Liverpool, which obviously, unfortunately, Callum's out the fight. Uh, Thomas Hart's out the fight. Uh, Mickey Ellison uh, pulled out the fight. Um, but he's come over and he's, he's just having a look at him. And we're just going to sort him as accommodation and get here. The next step is for him to obviously get punching again. Um having a full rehabilitation process with the hand, which is going fantastic now and you know get the two hands punching again and you know get them in get a date lined up get them in some sort of camping you know, push on from there. Really, yeah, it's trying to. I, I like him to get out. You know, just before the summit, if that's possible, and then, you know, really push on then for them for him. You know, there's the ne- the next 15 months are instrumental for keeping uh, you know, breaking into the world top 10 and and stamping as authority in the 154 division. Definitely.
1: You mentioned up, on yourself up, but we mentioned all them names. Uh, it's like, how do you sort of man manage all these names? Because you, they're all different fighters. They all got different styles. So as a coach, how do you man manage each fighter to?
2: catered to their skill set yeah you know I, I don't i'm a big believer and you know obviously the, don't reinvent the wheel i don't i don't change boxing boxing's boxing it's very common common sense ain't so common in this sport and you know the fundamentals the balance you know the distance control head position and hand positioning and same thing. but i don't teach a style i work it to every one of their capabilities they're all unique um, you know, I know certain coaches have their ways, and it's this style, certain gyms. You know, if you're that style, we want you fighting this way. Now, that's not my. As being a, you know, I was an ex-fighter. I was a southpaw. I mean, I've got a couple of southpaws and things. You know, orthodox, I've got counter punches. I've got, you know, aggressive fighters in your list. It's variety. I work to their strengths of what they've got, and you know, obviously. I can give them different looks and what I want them to do and what's going to work that's going to suit their style. And, you know, and just keep building and building on from there, basically making them the best mm. to, their, to their ability for their style. And, you know, that's what I like to do. That's why it works
1: can i touch him a good friend of mine aston brown uh, i watched him do a six round circuit now i was asked to do the circuit i was 50 50 but then halfway through the halfway through the circuit i think thank fuck i didn't do it But I mean, it was a tough little circuit there but yeah talk to me about aston brown has two fight dates cancelled looks like he's got a date come middle april 14th april in glasgow um yeah
2: how's he looking here yeah he's looking fantastic really well he comes down with with liam and he, he's on the U-Bank camp at uh, the par two eubankamp and liam we have Uh, Part one with a French boy and part two with Aston, Um, very long-limbed, good variety, um, very heavy-handed and you know he really impressed me with the Spa and with Liam and um, obviously his circumstances up up the road in Scotland, you know, a bit of lack of sparring, um, a bit of lack of um, stability and structure in this camp. So he said, you know, is there any chance of joining a camp working together? So I said, well, let's give it a few fights, champ, and see where we go from there. You know, the thing with him, he, he obviously he's got a, a long way to go, but he isn't a novice, he doesn't, he has an extensive amateur career, WSB, multi-travelled the world with uh, Team Scotland and you know he can step up really quick and you know off what i'm seeing in the gym sparring i'm really confident in you know if he gets a, a one a six rounder and then an eight rounder and then see who's there for what you know five fights he's he, Aston can step up and he's 32 years old now but he's coming along nice you know he's, he's in his phase one of camp here he's grafting away which you've just seen it, this circuit you know, he's um he's working really hard. But the lads, a pleasure, you know. He, he does everything's asked af of him. Yeah, you're off, big down man. Down I'll um, yeah. phone you later. Bye, ah, your time and um, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. See Darren. I'll get the meal sorted with Kevin. And get on, yeah. See you after.
1: Uh, Brown, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll ask another question because you've got the kid Chamrock yeah. hat on there, so. JJ Metcalf Dennis Hogan Um, I was hearing whispers I'm hearing rumours I'm hearing stories Uh, what what can you give me on that?
2: Yeah, I am hearing the rumours and the stories myself you know absolutely I I mentioned it yesterday to um, Andy ID Boxing you know it's I said I love the fight mm-hmm. at this stage of James's career. You know he's <clears throat> he's thirty-four years old. Um, you know he's had his up and downs. He's in very entertaining fights every single fight, and I know Dennis comes to fight. He's had a good win over Sam Eginton in Australia, and hopefully you know the date with Katie Taylor goes ahead, and the team can sort of you know put it together for that, and you know I'll be really confident in the fight, and you know James coming away with a magnificent victory. So just left hope his team james management team you know can nail it down and get it sorted
1: another fire. i mean like i'm rattling off all these names you've got such a deep stable josh taylor his injury i seen him putting a post up on instagram he's back home in scotland just now but he's punching a a floor ceiling bag
2: um yeah how's his injury looking it's coming in same again and you know he's same as Kevin. he's in stage one of recovery you know he's had a scan last week that said everything's coming along nicely it's there he cannot really move around punching he's, as you've stated he's on a, a stationary um, stationary reflex bag and you know just letting his hands go and getting used to puts again but look he hasn't stopped you know he's been he's kept his strength and the conditioning up to the next step where it allows him to and um, you know the next step after that next week we'll be in Finch farming in Everton's grounds you know using a treadmill in there that I forgot what it's called really it takes the can take like ninety percent of your weight off in it, uh, just to get his legs going again. Introduce the swimming and, and stuff, and really get him going again. But yet yeah, he's he's kept his weight down. He stayed in condition, which is the main part. Uh, you know, he hasn't started living life again, and you know he's he's ready to go to you know hit camp. Yeah. Well,
1: <coughs> excuse me. He's ready to hit camp because, again. It's not finalised yet, but it looks like he's got a good fight against Teofimo Lopez lined up. I think a lot of people probably got it that the cat rematch. Ain't happening right now, but I'm pretty sure that can happen further down the line. But Teofimo Lopez seems to be the immediate fight in June in Madison Square Garden. What a fight for Josh. Um, I was in Vegas when he fought Ramirez and Teofimo Lopez was calling Josh out then when he won the Undisputed title. So it's two years in the making for Teo. He's always wanted this fight. So yeah,
2: talk to me about it. You, you know, first and foremost it's he's back where he belongs, you know, Josh Taylor. He's you know, should have been my first fight working with him for the Catalogue match. I was very, very confident in that and it was, you know, one that sort of got away at that level, you know, he's had the rigmarole's in, he's ducked him and he, at that level no one's ducking no one. The business side and the mechanics that people don't see with the sanction and bodies, the T V platforms, the dates and stuff, it's just happened that, you know, We've ended up with Teofimo Lopez. He's back on the big stage. Hopefully it, it is in the States. Um, one off his bucket list. And it's a fight that I think stylistically-wise is a lot tougher than than, than Jack Catterall. Um, but one that does suit Josh a little bit better. You know, he doesn't have to go looking for him. Um, he's going to come to fight. And I, I think it'll be a barnstormer. of war at last. And I think Josh comes out with a magnificent victory. Yeah, I'm really happy and... and you know, down to the Catarell thing, you know, I'm a i am feel I feel a uh, Jack's a fantastic fighter. He's a he's a good fighter. Um, is he is he as good as Josh Taylor? No, he's not. Um can he be a world champion? Most definitely, absolutely. You know, I think they're talking along the lines of the pro gay fight, but the thing that's with him is He's not mandatory for no one, he's just being nominated to fight him and us or 20 and all was better something, you know. But he's not going to fight him, is he? He's not going to run from him, but he's not going to fight him because to him, he, you know, he's after big fights and big money, he, he doesn't want that. So they're talking the, talk the pro guy fight, and if he gets that win, it makes it a massive fight with him and Josh. Josh beats if he beats pro guy. he's got a trinket. Um, I don't think Josh is really bothered about the trinkets no, cause, yeah, yeah. sorry because he's had them all yeah. you know, he's, he's had the all so don't uh, he, he might be bothered about ones at 147 but it makes a big fight down the line if it's the end of the year if it's next year you know i really love that again and I, I know the man himself Josh Taylor you know he, he didn't want to let that belt go but he wants to fight too because he, he he just wants to shut the public up but look you know it's business sense it makes it a lot better for you to fit your, t- for your one the platform that it's a good solid international superstar fight definitely and um, hopefully i can try and go over there for
1: that fight as well in new york and um, but liam smith's here and um, Options for him now after that tremendous win against Chris Eubank Jr. I've heard Chris Eubank Jr. rematch. That's probably at the top of the list right now. I've heard Billy Joe Saunders. He's won to fight with Liam Smith. Um, Connor Benz, obviously there or thereabouts. So, Jana Beck, he's been mandated for Jana Beck for a world title. I mean, there's options for there, Liam. So, again, probably four questions in one. Where does he go?
2: where he wants to <laughs> really you know uh, it's the same he's had a stage of his career he's put himself you know his past couple of years have been a whirlwind and he's had a magnificent kudos to him you know dedicating himself for 15 years as a pro he's been a world champion he's been british champion he's 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 absolutely done it he's traveled the world he, you know he is the all one got me gum shea, got me bag will travel um mm. uh, he, he really doesn't care but He's getting his just rewards right now, where uh, you know his, his long career, and he's he, in the gym. He just he's got no sign of declining, but hopefully this is his last year. You know, I love it to to because he's he's got all his marbles intact, and you know he can retire financially secure and be a good. But the options are out there. I love the re I love the Eubank rematch. I really would. I know Chris wants the fight. Um, that's the first option. Um, and then you like see your Janny back, you know. as I said yesterday, it financial wise, he would have to like drop his money by down to a quarter mm. of what it normally gets. So financial and business. World
1: well, well title though, does, 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 is thats that is that there? Is that sort of like what's going to sway him to that?
2: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, mm. but as I stated yesterday, the WBC have made him um, the number one at one five four for Jamel Charlo oh, for all the trinkets. So. Yeah. It's a bigger fight. Stranger things have happened. Tim Tzu could lose this, so would I take Charlo for the drink? all the marbles or Janny Beck? I'll jump at Charlo all day, and he still get the business size. It makes business wise, sorry, it makes sense for him. But I don't think the Janny Beck one. We're not really that interested, really. And um, you know, and I know Billy Joe's name's out there. I believe there's a w- bit of a weight issue with that. You know, Billy's um, he's enjoyed himself the past couple of years and. Uh, you know, yeah, there's Kel Brook. Kel Brook's a mass, yeah, yeah. massive name and always been in the papers, you know, getting slaughtered off fucking dickheads. But, you know, I think Kel's back in the gym and, and uh, chugging along and getting himself right. And that's a big fight for him out there. And then obviously people talk about Connor, but I'm, I'm hearing stories about Pacquiao, rumours with him. And yeah, at the end of the day, he needs to sort his shit out with the. Um, the, all the drama that he's got going on, hasn't
1: he? Well, let's talk about it then. Obviously, I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, Conor released a statement before the Piers Morgan interview on Monday. They released a statement where he said there was a lot of discrepancies within the the test. That like his test got, I think his his test got tested four times and nine days out from the first test. And he sent a representative to go to the lab to watch the test, and he got kept out of the room, so he never mentioned eggs was another story that came out of the statement. What did you make of that statement from Conor Ben and the, the, what the WBC said?
2: Yeah, I'd, I, well, I don't know if it was Connor's statement or the WBC statement, because the only statement I've seen is the WBC saying, look, you know, he's staying in the rankings, we think it was con- contaminated off eggs and stuff and this, but you know what, I'm, I'm really, I'm getting sick and tired of fucking hearing of it. You know, just a load of bullshit in it. Look, he got found positive for clomiphene. You know, it's father's job to find it in you they found it then it's his job to prove he's innocent 200 pages lawsuits this he weren't this he weren't that finger pointing well i just think Vada could really squash all the rumors by just coming out themselves and saying you know this is how much we found in the system this is what it was and it's impossible to get it through eggs or this it wasn't cross contamination so look there's a lot of black smoke behind there with them testing also negative with um you so his argument is well I tested negative with them but I'm positive with them but what I know is you know Varder is I think I said yesterday you know it's like 90 odd percent blood testing mm. UCAD's 90 odd percent piss testing which you know Aslan's Armstrong he couldn't possibly fucking you know piss a piss test on fucking everything going you know it's that it's that easy in the sport unfortunately um, and, you know look there's a lot of questions to, to be answered then for his sake you know I don't know Connor personally but for his sake I I hope he proves himself innocent and goes on but not looking that way is it mate
1: did you watch the Piers Morgan interview and your thoughts on that
2: no didn't watch it no couldn't be asked no
1: well let's change it obviously one fighter who I'm very excited about this is going to be my last question one fighter I'm very excited about who I didn't mention and I'm kind of what to save him the best of last there's a young Frankie String I really like him he, he, he seems to be such a quiet lad such a humble little lad but He's got the skill set. I watch him fight, and I watch him on the pads, and I can see him that he's, he. I feel like he's going to be a superstar. And that's just me from the outside looking in, from the guy looking from the inside. How good Frankie Stringer?
2: Yeah, do you know what? I think you're absolutely bang on the money. The kid's got every bit of potential going. He's absolutely. He's a fantastic talent, and you know, I said to I said to the Sky team not long ago. I said, you know, he's off the circuit. There was him, Dennis McCann, and Adam Azim. Or well, you know, on the England squads going here, going there, them two turned pro and Frankie lost his way as bit as a baby, seventeen years old. But he come to me a year ago and, you know, he, he said, I, I want to turn pro, you know, I, I, he got thrown off the England squad with Dennis and Adam, I think the three of them did, but um he's a super talent and we've been working away, quiet, but I did say to the sky team, look, he's up there with them two and you know, they've got to see what, what they do but what he does in the ring under the lights, and for me, he's four and all now. He hasn't had the stoppage yet, but he's a lot physically less mature than your Dennis McCann mm-hmm. and Adam Aziz right now. You know, Adam looks like a fully developed man. I don't think he's going to get no much maturer, but the performance he's put in in his four fights, he's mm-hmm. he's he's a fantastic talent, and he's going to go to the pinnacle of the sport. And what he's doing in the gym, you know, it's, mm-hmm. he's doing things as a four-fight novice. Last fought as an amateur, 17 years old, he's, he's coming along really quick and, you know, the next 12 months is going to burst on the scene and I think people are going to stand up and go, fucking hell, where's this kid come from? He's really good. And, you know, I'm av- actively asking Liam, you know, get one of the, you know, the big companies to sign him in your Sky Sports Box and Matchroom. You know what, him to be with him, one of them, and you know to showcase his talent out there and mm. let the public see what he's all about. Cause he's got the charisma too. You know, where you can. He's a good kid. He's a good looking kid, and I'm really excited for him in the future. He gets that man strength thing. Yo, you know, the knockout to start coming, but the longer right rounds as well. the longer rounds. But right now he's developing his aim, um, his IQ, his you know every part of his game, his inside fighting, his you know his ring awareness. It was distance, control, shot selection, changing. Mm. And the kids got everything. I'm excited for him, just like yourself.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Well, listen, it's an exciting gym to be in. Like I said to you, it was, I felt like it was a warm gym, not just because the heating's on, but it was everyone was bouncing off each other. And uh, listen, thank you so much for inviting me down, you, Joe, and uh, I'll see you in the next one.
2: I'll see you tomorrow, mate. Yes, yeah,
1: tomorrow I'll be in here for some pad works. Yeah, I'll definitely do it, definitely. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, mate. Thank you, mate.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.